This video is brought to you by Blessed Be God Boutique, maker of Catholic fashionable apparel, handmade accessories, and more. So I have for you today something a little bit different. It's from Cardinal Gerhard Mueller, who has lately been very active in promoting a right-ordered understanding of the role of the church in the world. He's been out lately giving a lot of talks about the need for charity in the world, but also to correct errors and to stand up against the errors of the world. It's refreshing, honestly, and I'm glad he's doing it. And today I have for you another address he gave late last week, where he was addressing students at a German student union at a university, talking about the errors of our time in the secular world, this elevation of the material, this attempt to transcend humanity and go into this fusing of humanity and the machine and all the other related errors. It isn't a terribly long address, but I thought you would find this interesting because it is a sign of hope when amidst all these terrible, terrible elevations of bad bishops to offices in the Roman Curia and to offices in the Episcop the highest levels of the episcopacy as cardinals and the elevation of questionable bishops to new sees in the United States, this is a sign of hope that there are at least a few of them who have some shred of the Catholic faith left. So let's dive into this today. Here's the address of Cardinal Gerhard Mueller. Dear brothers of the Federation, if you look at the political world situation, you could be desperate because of the possibility of a total failure of the project mankind. At the big international meeting that dominated headlines recently, one has conjured up a historic conflict which would travel everything into the abyss. This much is clear to everyone that the hegemonic politicians, the profiteers of the international crises and the post-humanists who see evolution on the leap beyond man to a technological construct are not the creators of a better world. A world without God is doomed to failure. The proof is given to us by the godless and anti-human political ideologies in the 20th century and until today. The basic error is everywhere the same. It is the anthropological reductionism. Man is nothing more than a machine, nothing more than an animal, an underdeveloped computer, a primitive forerunner of artificial intelligence, which does not want to renounce the truth of the idea of the immortality of its soul. In a functionalist view of man, man is for the potentate's only taxpayer, supply case, or when it comes to the justification of their wars of aggression, no more than cannon fodder. Or for the economists who think only in terms of loss and profit, man is human capital, customer, and consumer. Ideologues who do not want to believe that man is the only creature in the world willed by God for its own sake, see Vatican II document Gaudium et Spes, denounce man as the enemy of a healthy nature. Christians, however, do not see themselves under these pessimistic auspices. We believe and know that every single human being is created in God's image and likeness. We know very well the existence of man between the sufferings of this transitory world and the hope of the redemption of our bodies at the completion of creation by God. But in view of the Son of God who took upon himself our being and life, our suffering and death, the Apostle Paul could say that in Christ we are set free from the bondage of corruption to the freedom and glory of the children of God. See Romans chapter 8 verse 21. Human beings cannot create a Novus Ordo Seclorum and with their ideas and motives cannot redeem us from injustice, evil, sin, suffering, and death. We believe in God alone as the creator of the world and the only redeemer of man. But we are not in competition with God, and he's certainly not with us. 
For he has made us his sons and daughters in the Holy Spirit to be his friends. We are called to be co-workers with God in building the kingdom of God and in shaping a society that develops according to the principles of human dignity, justice, solidarity, and freedom. And we are, as believing Christians, witnesses to the divine calling of man beyond the limits and contingency of the earthly to eternal life and the love of the triune God. We are, as Dietrich Bonhoeffer says, following the example of Jesus in a proactive sense, people for others. The short description of Christian existence is, having been made righteous by faith, we have peace with God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Hope does not perish because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. See Romans chapter 5 verses 1 to 5. We are created as persons in community. Since God made the eternal covenant with his chosen people in the Old Testament and in Christ with all mankind, therefore we live our faith in communion with the universal church, our diocese, our parish. But there are also free unions, like in our case a union that includes students and former students who are now active in professional life. Our positive view of being, our yes to life and our hope, which is stronger than all negativity, leaves any hint of nihilism and fear of blind fate far behind. It is uplifting principles that guide us. They are rooted in our created nature and shine on every human being as reasonably justifiable and livable. Religio amicitia scientia, patria, also point to the supernatural goal in the contemplation of God face to face and in the communion of saints. Religio means the connection to the sphere of being, which transcends the materially given, the useful and pragmatic into the experience of the sacred and the hope for an eternal fulfillment of our striving for love. Even where the divine is denied, religio, as Albert Schweitzer said, is still there as reverence for life. In the historical self-revelation of God, religio, as a basic human attitude, is elevated to a personal and dialogical encounter with the mystery of God in the love of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amachitia is the basic elixir of social life. Unlike Thomas Hobbes coined the formula homo homini lupus, St. Thomas Aquinas said that man is homo hominis amicus by nature, apart from original sin, that is, in God's plan of creation. The test can be made by everyone in his own life experience. If he has dear fellow men as friends and behaves towards them benevolently, i.e. not calculatingly, Jesus called his disciples his friends, for whom he gave his love in divine love. We are therefore not slaves of the gods or instruments in the hands of self-deified potentates, but perfect and purposeless friends of God and Christ, and in the Holy Spirit, who is well disposed toward us. Scientia results from the spiritual activity of man, in which he grasps himself thinking and fathoms the world in its material and formal composition, but relates himself judgingly to the whole of being, to its truths and goodness, and ultimately to its divine source. Especially in the professions with an academic background, the view of the constructive contribution of the natural sciences, the humanities, and the humanities is of utmost importance for a humane shaping of our community life. The highest form of science is the knowledge of God in his revealed word and in the Holy Spirit, who is poured into us as light. In the Song of Songs, Paul shows the connection between the natural light of reason, the light of faith, and the light of future glory. Now my knowledge is fragmentary, but then I shall know through and through, just as I also have been known through and through. Patria tells us that as individual human beings, we cannot exist placelessly and timelessly in the great context of generations. The fatherland is where we are at home. We experience expulsion from our homeland as a bitter injustice against our human dignity. We belong to a certain family. We experience our environment as a sheltering space. 
Our thinking unfolds into a certain language and culture and takes on a colorful and heartwarming color in the dialects. A philanthropic patriotism is the best remedy against a self-absolution and self-idolatry of one's own limited existence, which does not want to admit that we belong to a family with many children, whose father loves all his children with infinite love, and who knows how to give everyone everything they need, without depriving the other child of the least. But we also know that in this world we are ultimately only pilgrims and strangers headed for the eternal homeland. In our true homeland we are finally at home, when we hear the voice from the throne of God calling, Behold the dwelling place of God among men. He will dwell in their midst and they will be his people, and God will be with them. He will wipe away all tears from their eyes. There will be no more death, no more mourning, no more lamentation, no more travail. See Revelation chapter 21. May the triune God bless the Catholic German student union Trifels Munich that it will continue to be an intellectual and spiritual home for future generations, in which thorough scholarship flourishes, true friendship is cultivated, and that everything happens according to the Christian religion for the glory of God and the salvation of mankind. Amen. Good words from Cardinal Mueller there about the errors of our time and how the church offers a positive alternative, not just a negative alternative, not just saying no, but we have something to offer. Something that I think often when we discuss these things, especially on social media, where we often kind of come off as maybe just a little reactionary, and I don't mean reactionary in the political sense, but simply in the more basic sense of always reacting, never offering. When we face that temptation to do that, we often forget to offer a positive alternative. And here, Mueller gives us the beginnings of a positive alternative. It's something very relevant, I think, for everything we see going on in the world today. I'll uh, try to remember to put in the comments some of the things I had to play around with the words he used a little bit at the beginning. Just if I forget, let me know and I'll go and I'll try to correct that, putting it in the pinned comment. Let me know what you thought of this though in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't, it does help, as does sharing these videos on social media. YouTube has been less than friendly with me lately, so sharing these on social media helps. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.